Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. <laughs> hey, Blake. Happy Monday. Courtney, happy Monday unto you. Uh, thank you. That, I don't, that so makes me think of Christmas. May your happiness on a Monday be abundant in your house and unto your family under God, one nation. <laughs> is this like a new, um, I'm reading directly from, uh, this is on the Michael Hyatt website. Um, oh, this okay. is just sort of a creed, a, a, a happy Monday creed. So like a daily reading that we provide. Yeah. 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 You can download that now. Um, just give us your email and your social security number and <laughs> you can get that for free. Um, at michaelhyde.com slash I made that up.com. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So that's a perfect transition and to talk about willpower. Um, <laughs> it's not, it's not a good transition. Willpower. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you ever heard anyone say this, or maybe you said this to yourself, which is, I just don't have enough willpower to do what so-and-so does. Or, you know, yeah, I would love to do that big goal or get that job or blah, blah, blah. But I just don't have the willpower. I'm not, or I don't have the discipline, you know, those types of things. Or it's like, I just don't have it within me. Yeah, I would say, you know, if I have ever like lost sight of a goal or kind of find myself in the like blah part of goal achievement, I usually will ask myself, I consider myself a really like disciplined person and I will wonder like, why can't I summon the discipline? You know, I know I'm a disciplined person, so why can't I summon the discipline to get me to, you know, to succeed at this? Um, I would say that's probably when I've fallen into that, where my thought process goes to. And it, you know, it can kind of feel like for some reason with this, my resolve is kind of falling. Um, and I know that happens to everybody probably at some point, you know, that kind of question of like, I honestly don't know why I can't master this, you know, why I can't get whatever that is that you need to get over kind of the hump in a goal. Yeah. I think we automatically assume, well, so-and-so can do it because they're just so much more disciplined or they have more willpower and, and it's all just their amazing inner strength. And I think if you look closer at people you admire, or if you even think back to your past success, there is something there and it's got nothing to do with willpower at all. It's actually all about support, support from other people, other human beings. You actually need friends to fulfill your potential. We're not designed to just be these success robots where if we can just dial in all the you know, parts right, then we'll have this amazing success. You don't have to hide in your struggles with goals. You know, the answer is not to just try to get better, grit your teeth, have more willpower. It's actually to enlist your friends to get some support from other people to help you along the way. 
Well, and here's the truth about willpower. I think we as kids were probably coached that way. You know, we kind of had that ingrained into our system that kind of like, I can do this or, you know, the Nike slogan that we all, well, probably most of us grew up, you know, kind of hearing that, like, just do it, just do it. That's all you need to do is just do it. Um, And then you would have done it, you know, and it's kind of, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, you know, honestly, I mean, the logic, (laughs) it checks out, you know? Um, Yeah. And I think, Willpower, there is certainly a role for willpower and, you know, discipline. It, it, it helps us in kind of those short bursts, you know, like, um, you know, if we need to, you know, like get something accomplished, we might be able to do that for like a week or maybe two weeks, but eventually it kind of like, it fails us because it just takes too much energy. It takes too much brain power. And honestly, if it's like the only thing I have to use willpower for, you know, sometimes I can sustain that a little bit longer. But if I've got more than one thing that I'm really pursuing, it just my brain and my body just can't do it. You know, it's it's too much. Yeah, you've got to get out of your own silo when it comes to goal achievement, when it comes to fulfilling your potential. So we are going to talk about how you can supercharge your goal achievement with with friends, with support. Specifically, there are four ways, encouragement, expertise, accountability, and camaraderie. So the first way is encouragement. And I think this episode, especially if you... Uh, are still socially distancing, if you've kind of had time all by your lonesome recently, and maybe you've really struggled with goal achievement, um, this may be the missing factor. You know, maybe you've kind of had relationships that you just haven't been around as much as you would have been previously. This may be the thing to help you kind of get back on track. Um, So this first way of encouragement, honestly, it's the easiest one. Um, almost everybody except Blake likes to be encouraged. I just did that to you because you always do that to me, Blake. Um, but the, the <laughs> idea is really simple. You just share your goal. Um, and usually if you share it with the right people, they're going to congratulate you. They're going to encourage you. You know, when you get stuck, they're going to say, hey, you've got this. You can do this. You know, just keep keep working out. You're like, what? You know, they're going to talk talk to you about it. Um, and so this is really kind of a straightforward gimme. <laughs> it, it's a gimme. Not only is it a gimme, it's straightforward. Not right. like those sneaky yeah, runaround gimmies. Yeah. It's not one of those. That one. <laughs> you know, this is huge. I made this change in the first quarter of 2020. Because when I was doing my annual review and I was kind of looking back, what were the highs and lows of the year and what was working, what wasn't working, those types of questions we asked, I discovered I didn't have enough connection. In fact, I wonder if I would have had more achievement, more fulfillment if I had other people along the ri- you know, along for the ride. And it's wild what a difference that's made this year. I've had just one friend specifically that's, you know, the biggest thing we need from each other is encouragement. We're both pretty 
disciplined people, I think in the eyes of others, at least we both have been doing the full focus planner, that type of practice for years now, but we miss the connection. And so when things get down and, and boy, the last few months, you know, mid 2020, you can find a few things to be down about. There's no, there's no doubt. And if you're isolated, man, is it hard to come back from that? And we actually just, for the first time in months, were able to go to a coffee shop, you know, sit outside and actually connect together. And it was amazing because I felt like a new person after that conversation because I was like, here's something I'm trying to do. And what I got in return was, man, that's awesome. You can totally do that. I can't wait to see you, you know, at the end of the race kind of thing, right? And that's the type of person you're looking for. You don't have to share your goals with a million people. Just find one or two friends uh, that, you know, they won't be jealous. They won't try to shame you. They're just going to accept what you have to, to say and cheer you on. Yeah. So the first way, again, is encouragement. Uh, the second way is expertise. And one reason you might be struggling is you just lack the knowledge. You know, you're trying to pursue a goal and you don't have the knowledge to get there. Uh, the great thing is someone out there does have the knowledge. And when you have friends that you can identify as having knowledge, uh, we like to call those people Sherpas. You know, they have been to the top of Everest and they know how to get you there. You know, they know how to walk you back up the mountain. Um, obviously, there's so much now that we benefit from the internet. I, I literally, sometimes I can't, I think this came into play a lot when I had a, a baby. I was like, how did people have babies before the internet? You know, to like. I'm still, I, I'm call me a conspiracy theorist. I'm not so <laughs> sure they did, you know. I think I think our generation. We were the first. Born, yes, the first. that Everyone is very born an adult. Of you. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It's just you know we have a lot of information, um, but you know actually finding some a friend you know kind of takes that to the next level. Someone that can kind of help you, you know, share their expertise um, in a way that's helpful for your goal achievement. I was talking with Michael about this. Yeah, that's right, Michael. Hyatt and I are <laughs> close friends. Um, and he was asking me for some expertise, you know, as he does mm -hmm, often mm -hmm. leans on me mm -hmm. for those yeah. big decisions. No, we were talking and this was actually at our business accelerator. One of our intensives where we have clients together and they're learning how to scale their business. And Michael said, well, you know, Blake, the best way to learn anything is with mistakes. And I was like, uh-huh, yeah, that's true. And he's like, yeah, but here's the key is you get to choose whose mistakes you want to learn from, right? So you can take the time and pay the cost of just making all the mistakes on your own and learning from them retroactively, or you can enlist the help of an expert, the help of a friend that's just a few steps further along than you to share their mistakes and the lessons they learned from those mistakes. And it it is a great way to fast track your own growth if you don't have to be hit by the same brick to know that it hurts. Yeah, I think that's such great uh, advice. Um, and it, it, it's really so true. And 
if you think this might be helpful for you, you know, this is, again, it's easy. You know, it's like just ask, you know, a friend or somebody that you know has been where you want to go. Um, hey, could I buy you coffee? You know, could you, sh- you know, share just a few things? Maybe it's, you know, you want to hike part of the Appalachian Trail, you know, have them tell them about their experience. Okay, so a couple of cautions. Um, you know, there are certain people that get hit up for advice all the time. I have two doctors that I'm in a book club with, and one's a ER doctor here at Vanderbilt in Nashville, <laughs> and one is a dermatologist. And I mean, I am always really careful not to bring my skin issues, you know, to book club, you know, to be like, hey, hey can this you, boy's uh... looking kind of funky. Do you mind <laughs> if I show you? It's just right here. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, be mindful of those people that may get asked, especially if it's like uh, their profession, you know, to be really mindful of that. Or, you know, if you are going to really be generous, you know, can I buy you lunch? Maybe you give them a really nice gift card, you know. And when if you hit your goal, you know, really make sure to to include the people that helped you get there um, as part of your celebration. Actually, Tony... Um, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you remember uh, Brooklyn Tony from some of our early episodes. He actually oh, shared yeah. one of his goals of how he included his whole family in this big celebration of one of his goals and, you know, cooked a big dinner for everybody. And I thought that's a really great way to both celebrate your achievement and include the people that helped you get there. All right, so we've talked about encouragement. We've talked about expertise. The third way to get some support from your friends is just through accountability. Now, this is something that comes up a lot with our clients is they tell me, Blake, you know, I, I know what to do. I know how to do it. I just need someone to give me a slap on the wrist every once in a while, or I need someone to show up for. You know, I, we actually use a group coaching model with our program. And the biggest reason we do that is we so often will show up for our friends, sometimes even when we won't show up for ourselves. So when you are able to establish relationships that are intentional, you know, the accountability thing, it's got to be intentional. You've got to, you know, if it's a recurring meeting, if it's a check-in point, that type of thing. When you have those relationships, it kind of pulls up your ability to face the fears you need to face or step outside the comfort zone you need to get out of in order to get over the hump and really make progress on your goals. Yeah, this one for me is like, this is, this works miracles for me, you know, having accountability I think I've shared about this on the podcast before, but, um, you know, when I was installing a exercise habit goal, you know, my neighbor was waiting for me at 530 outside my door every morning to go do our exercise. And just that accountability of knowing that she was going to be waiting there. And if I didn't get up out of bed, you know, I was just going to be failing. My friend, she was just going to be standing at my door, you know, waiting for who knows how long. Um, And that external accountability, it has worked for me over and over again. And I, you know, I think a lot of us know whether or not this is like the kind of thing that really works. 
uh, for me. It definitely does. And it really helps if you kind of have something to gain or lose um, in that accountability. For me, it's just like, uh, I don't want to lose my friend because she's sick of standing at my door at 5.30 in the morning. But ultimately, you know, this works because there's something on the line. And I also, I'll just share one thought about accountability just because in the culture I grew up in, I when I hear accountability, I tend to think, where am I failing or how am I falling short or am I in trouble? <laughs> just to be honest. And I think accountability, a good accountability partner is not just someone that's going to be like, hey, where are you failing? But someone that believes in you and they're holding you accountable, not just to being failure proof, they're holding you accountable to the person they know you can be. They're holding you accountable to the potential they see in you. I think that's a characteristic of a good accountability partner. You know, if you want to establish a a friend uh, or mentor as someone to hold you accountable. Yeah. And same with this, you know, you want to think through this carefully, um, but also include these people um, as you reach your goal, you know, celebrate with them and, and thank them for being part of helping you get there. The fourth way to enlist your friends for support is camaraderie. This is when you decide to tackle the goal together. So this is maybe for me, we've got a shared sales goal with my team. You know, we want to hit a certain number and, you know, we're each playing our own role in that. And it's actually pretty fun because, you know, we, we hit a big goal just last month. It was, it was really exciting and we all got to celebrate that together and, and, brings us closer together because we've been, you know, in the dirt together. We've been fighting for each other's success. Yeah. Another way that you could look at this is just when you have identical goals, for example, if you're both training for a big run um, or it may be different goals, but on the same timeline, like you're trying to finish a book manuscript this quarter um, and then someone else is trying to finish a big software project. So they don't they don't even have to be the exact same goals. The idea is that you're kind of on the same path um, and you can encourage one another, even some expertise. And it just gives you that little bit of, you know, accountability that we've already talked about. You know, that little that little bit of peer pressure that can really get some of us, you know, hitting our mark. Yeah. I think this is fun to do, you know, if you, if you want to just enlist a colleague, someone that's at your work, I've done that before. Cause that's, it's kind of adds this layer of fulfillment, I think, because it's not just, Hey, we're here to do the job when I'm clocking in and clocking out, but it's actually a way to build relationship and you're, you're doing something with a colleague. Um, if you're married, I think it's fun to do this with a spouse for the same reasons. You know, it's not just, Oh, we've got a, you know, do X, Y, and Z to get through the day and get the kids to bed and then, you know, be together. But if you have a shared goal, that's both, you know, it has to be important to both of you. That's kind of the key. It can't just be, Hey, I want us to do this goal, you know, but if you're both interested in something, maybe it is a fitness goal you have together, or maybe it's just a a savings goal, you know, for a big purchase or vacation. And so you're going to diligently save together and review your finances and it makes it uh, a joint effort that can be much more fulfilling and honestly, increases your odds of success. Yeah, totally. And again, it could be any key relationship that you have. Um, 
you know, you just be wise about who you pick uh, to kind of go along in this journey. I think that's kind of a point running through all of these is, you know, you want to pick people that are really going to be helpful and be in, in this with you. Um, so whatever stage of life, you know, you can find somebody that will come alongside this with you. I do want to say one other thing about work colleagues. I think a lot of times in our job environments, we like to talk about goals um, and maybe even corporately we set big, you know, we set goals. And I think what happens is you don't talk about them anymore. You know, you set them at the end of the year and then like maybe in October you might be like, oh, I wonder how we are on those goals. Um, and Michael Hyatt and company, we have, you know, we have our company goals and then we also have team goals, which like you've already mentioned. And something that really helps us is we report on and update each other on our team goals every week. It's kind of like we, we talk about this a lot on this podcast, but the visibility of our goals is so important. And so if you find yourself where, you know, even if you're setting goals with your colleagues, but you're not coming back to them frequently to keep them visible, um, it's so key. And it's so key to this point of you really can't have this collaboration with other people if you're not talking about them. You know, you lose this this uh, kind of connection with other people in pursuit of a goal. So if you seem to lack the willpower to complete your goals, you've got to stop trying to go on your own. You need to enlist some support from some friends. And you can do that in four ways. Let's, let's run them back for you just so you remember them. First, get some friends to encourage you. Install some relationships to be a regular point of encouragement on your journey. Two, expertise. Who is in your circle that has been there before? They can be your Sherpa, help you get up the mountain. Third, accountability. This is a big one. You want to make sure that you've got someone to hold you accountable to what you said you were going to do to call you to the high standard that you're setting for yourself. And, you know, maybe put some skin in the game. And finally, camaraderie. Put people in your life that can run the race with you, especially if it's an actual race. You know, that's <laughs> that's really helpful. <laughs> so true. That's, part of, that's part of your goal. But Courtney, if I can, I want to share a final thought. Can I do a final thought this time around? I, I, This is something that is, admittedly for me, a challenge area of my life. It's been a known issue. I think kind of my personality type and my Enneagram number, I am prone to uh, seclude myself or to turn inward when I have a problem. And then I have the excuse of a worldwide pandemic and this introvert can really, you know, turn in. And a lesson that I've been learning over these last few years, whether I've hit the goal or missed the goal, is that wealth and fulfillment in life, and I'm not just talking about financially, although I am talking about that as well, it really is built in relationship. You know, the, the greatness of life is through the shared experiences, memories, and love that we have with our friends and our family. I mean, that really is, you know, if you checked every box in your planner this year, if you hit every goal, but your relational 
you know, that part of your life was just empty or there was no one along for the ride, it hurts. You know, it, it, it hurts. It is not fulfilling in the way that you hope it would be. And conversely, if you feel like you're always falling short and you're just beating yourself over the head, just going, man, I, I, I've got to do this. I know I can do this and it's all on me. You know, the good news is that you were designed, I believe, you know, we we're designed as social creatures that are meant, you know, it's almost this, it's, it's like a protective mechanism against unhappiness is built into you, which is you need people in order to succeed. In fact, you know, I've heard it said this way, if, if your vision for your life doesn't require other people, then you're thinking too small. That's a great word. And I feel like really what you described is what our motto here at Michael Hyatt and company is, which is win at work and succeeded life. You know, mm-hmm. either of those, you know, independent of each other, you know, really isn't the whole package. It's really, you know, winning at work and succeeding at life, you know, and being able to do both of those. And so many times it, it seems like it's one or the other. So hopefully uh, today you found some really great tips and maybe it's gotten you thinking like of some goals that you need the help of some friends to help you achieve. Uh, again, I think the timing of this episode is so key because we've kind of had a weird stint here where maybe you're lacking some of that connection with other people. And so I think now's a really great time to focus on that. So thanks for joining us today on focus on this. This is the most productive podcast on the internet says a blog written by me. And (laughs) we encourage you to share with your friends. If you're getting value out of it, um, share it with your friends use the hashtag focus on this podcast and tag Courtney Baker. You know, she's just ranking up the follows. She's a great follow. So, you know, do all those things on the social media, (laughs) on the internets. And we will see you next week for yet another great episode to help you win at work and succeed at life. Until then, stay stay focused. focused.